Welcome to Just Jive Pod, a podcast where we share a drink, talk about life, and just jive. My name is Jerome. And I'm Jesse, and welcome back for another session. And if you couldn't tell by our title, we do have another guest um, for our session this week. So, uh, Diane, why don't you take a quick sec to introduce yourself? Okay, my name is Diane. I am a wedding planner based in Southern California. My company name is Cordially Invited Events. Awesome. Awesome. Um, We're so glad to have you. And again, it seems like a great follow up, um, considering we just had a couple sessions on, um, on weddings and a couple of our friends getting married through COVID. Um, But yeah, um, as usual, we want to get into um, what we're drinking this week before we dive into our session. So I'll go ahead and start us off. Um, I'm drinking a red wine um, from one of my favorite uh, vineyards. It's from Donati Family Vineyards. They're based in Central Coast. Um, It's the 2015 GSM. It's part of their reserve um, blend, so it's made up of uh, 54% Syrah, 42% Grenache, and 4% Morvider, Vider. Um, not sure how to pronounce that grape, um, but yeah, it's a 13.9% ABV. Um, I love it. It's they have their regular um, their regular selection, but then they recently decided to start. Um, you know, aging some of their wines. So they um, mm-hmm. aged them for like two, maybe three years, and it's come out with some really good products. Um, so I'm really enjoying nice. that this afternoon. Um, Diane, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Jameson Cold Brew. It's a whiskey slash coffee mix. Ooh, that's nice. awesome. I've been definitely been meaning to try that. Yeah, Jerome, what about you? So I'm drinking something uh, from a Stone and Modern Times collaboration. It's called the Wizards and Gargoyle uh, Hazy Coffee IPA. So it's a 7% ABV India India Pale Ale brewed with coffee. And, um, you know, Wizards and Gargoyles, as the name is very D&D-ish, which is why I'm like, Jesse, I feel like you would (laughs) love the design. It's it's, uh, the can is very colorful. It's an 8-bit like design style Ooh, and like that's awesome kind of looks a bit like castlevania vibes okay. and um i just gotta say it's like truly like it actually tastes like coffee it's not just a gimmick oh, okay <laughs> um so kind of in the same realm as the jameson coffee that diane's drinking it definitely feels like i'm kind of it's like half cold brew almost you know so it's um, the it's the other it. end right exactly exactly Awesome. Um, well, yeah, um, as we get into the session, uh, we wanted to um, see, uh, yeah, just get an inside perspective on what, um, again, how COVID has been affecting us. Um, but before we um, talk about what we're talking about, we, we always want to do a, a brief check-in because, you know, um, it's COVID and life is crazy. So, uh, yeah, um, Diane, how have you been through, through COVID since, uh, since March? Personally, I've been okay. I'm a homebody, so I didn't mind the stay-at-home orders. It's just difficult to see how many people are impacted by the stay-at-home orders and the state of the world, you know. But on the business side, Mm -hmm. I think the event industry was hit pretty hard. So it's been an adjustment, and it's hard to not be out there doing events regularly. So that's kind of been an adjustment Mm -hmm. for me. Um, it's hard to refrain from hugging my bride because it's such a special day for them. And I'm usually a yeah. hugger. So it's like, you mm-hmm. have to be mindful of like, oh, can't touch my bride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. 
Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm glad you're doing okay, like personally, despite like business being a little crazy and and having to adjust a lot. And and we'll get into that in a bit. Um, Jerome, yeah. have you been this week? It's been okay, man. It's it's been hot. Uh, that's uh. like kind of just the the common theme. Um, today, I think in Irvine and in Arcadia, it's like one oh one hundred to one hundred ten degrees. I think. Mm, yep. um, so. Oddly enough, Labor Day, when we're recording this, is quite a labor to get through this weekend. <laughs> Very true. Um, Very true. Yeah. But honestly, everything's been okay. Work's been okay. Busy. I'm um, just really looking forward to kind of a bit more downtime during this long weekend. Um, yeah, yeah, man. How about yourself? Same. Uh, I mean, the week leading up to this weekend was actually not too hot. Um, it was like... I think like mid low low mid eighties, which was actually pretty decent. It was, it was decent enough to be nice. Um, mm -hmm. But I knew it was yeah. I, my coworker actually was the one to enlighten me about the heat this weekend, and I I was literally in disbelief because I'm like, no way. <laughs> like, why just Saturday and Sunday is it going to be over a hundred? And I looked on my phone, right. and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is ridiculous. Well, telling us to stay inside. <laughs> Yeah, for reals, for reals. So yeah, um, the week was good for me too. Um, and this weekend, yeah, for the most part, gonna try and stay indoor um, and just try and unwind and relax a bit. Um, I'm definitely thankful right. for, for the three day weekend though. So yeah, yeah, yep, definitely. Um, Diane, thanks again for joining us. Yeah, um, of course. I, you know, we were kind of having some chit chat earlier before getting on this call, but you know, before we even talk about like. The wedding business during COVID. Um, mm -hmm. You you had mentioned something that I, I kind of wanted to uh, dig into. Um, you mentioned that you actually really haven't gone to weddings like as a guest. Yep, yet you're in the right. wedding business. I I kind of <laughs> wanted to uh, kind of hear your story of how you uh, decided to get into the wedding business. Seriously. So yeah, crazy. I mean, it's nothing really interesting. I just really loved design since I was young. I used to look through magazines mm. of interior design and. When I was growing up in the church, I really gravitated towards planning events like the sisters' appreciations and mm. like all the events that go on within the ministry. And I was always kind of like the one to be like, oh, I'll leave this one. And um, in college, I decided to kind of start getting my foot in the door in the events industry. I reached out to a bunch of planners and I was like, hey, do you guys need an intern? I'm willing to do this mm. just to learn um, kind of like the industry. And it was really mm -hmm. intimidating because at the time, the the market was so saturated within LA and OSB. Um, but I met really great planners that were great mentors to me. And I think mentorship is really important. Um, finding a mentor that genuinely, genuinely wants you to succeed is really important in guiding you and kind of teaching you all the ins and outs of whatever industry you're in. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nice. So I've never been a guest at a wedding personally. So I think... I guess that is kind of interesting as a wedding planner um, because I haven't experienced it from the guest side. I kind of mm -hmm. just help the host of the wedding. So, yeah, it is an interesting yeah. fact. I, I feel like the first one you actually go to as a guest is going to be like a, either a very, uh, like you just criticize everything like, what, why is this this way or something? Or it'll just be like, wow, this is so much less stressful than one of the ones you're working on. Right. Yeah, for sure. I think I'd be like, oh my gosh, I would have done this this way, but I don't. I don't want to like critique mm -hmm. weddings. You know, everything is personal to everyone's style. Right, so. right. 
So yeah, that's that's pretty crazy considering like, you know, I've I've had my small little bit of like helping with weddings, you know, for like, you know, running some sound or like helping with like setup or something like that. But to that's like just a small piece of it. And like, I, I, thankfully, I've been a guest prior to like being involved in like helping with like events and stuff. So, um, but like, I think in recent weddings i have not done like any kind of really help so i've really just been able to enjoy it more which is is nice so i'm really looking forward to like you being able to like go to a wedding as a guest for the first time i think that'll be a, a <laughs> quite the experience to share um, you yeah. know even so, if i am an invited guest i feel like if i were to be an invited guest it would just be for my closest friends and family like my sisters and my best friend and I would still mm. be like, oh, I'm going to plan your wedding for you. I'd rather be <laughs> your planner than a guest. <laughs> and mm. that's kind of like the approach that I take with all of my clients. I try to be like the sister that really cares about their wedding. Because no one's going to care about your wedding more than your own family, you know. Mm. So that's the kind mm. of approach I like to take with right. my clients. Wow. That's so awesome. who knows? That's, Maybe I'll never be awesome. a guest. <laughs> we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll we'll have to revisit that idea um but yeah so so you know like obviously the big the big thing of this year and and also um you know just in light of our series like this basically the last six months um covid has been um a very obviously like world impacting like um, pandemic um, and you know um, especially here in the United States like you know we're both Jerome and I have realized like like as we kind of got you know had more conversations with our friends and just some other people that it's really affected like everything um, so yeah for you like where were you as like uh, you know as the news about COVID and and how um, you know stay-at-home orders and like how uh, things are like being impacted and closed and like and shut down especially as in in your line of work like where were you when when those uh announcements were being made i think it was at home i think it i started hearing about covid in december um i yeah, had a wedding in december that wasn't impacted um and then mm. january february were pretty quiet and in march is when we got the stay-at-home orders in california i believe right, um right. i was working and i was just like oh like i don't think it'll be that big of a deal but then things played out so quickly and <laughs> impacted mm -hmm. everything so quickly because i was like oh the events industry is untouchable but something yeah. that has <laughs> affected gatherings it's like okay great <laughs> so yeah yeah I, I think i was just at home when i heard the news mm. so like yeah i mean and initially too um the other thing i want to ask is like you know, like the the initial news that we heard, it was like, okay, we're gonna shut down, but then it, like it should be temporary. Like we should, you know, it should be quick, and we should be back up and running, like you know, in, for normal life essentially, um, not too long from now. So like, how's that initial versus like when was the realization that it wasn't just gonna be like a quick short term, like short term, like turnaround thing, but it will be a bit of a longer term thing. I think when I started seeing <laughs> the toilet paper run out and I wasn't able to find <laughs> water for a while, it, it really started okay. to hit me. I was like, okay, this is a little bit scary because I can't get 
water and toilet paper because everyone was like hoarding it and i wasn't like yeah i didn't have that yeah, initial yeah. panic so i i was a little late to the game because i was like oh we'll be mm. fine it's not that big of a deal i'm just gonna stay home and we'll be fine and i thought it was gonna mm -hmm. blow over honestly by june i was telling my clients i think this will be okay by june and then mm -hmm. i started watching the news like every single day and making sure i was informed right. to make those decisions with my clients so mm -hmm. <laughs> as soon as i heard that we were like being ordered to stay home i was like okay maybe this is a little bit more serious than i thought and then <laughs> the numbers started rising and that's when it really concerned me and i was like okay like we need to take right. this really seriously <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow i mean that it's kind of an interesting thing because you know as jesse and i've been like talking to different people and different types of jobs and different like events in their lives you know similar to the wedding ones that we've had the past few weeks it's like it's all the same though in terms of how how they yeah. perceive the whole covid stuff happening it's like one moment it was just almost like a rumor like oh something mm -hmm. might be coming and then all of a sudden it was like well it's the end of the world for it <laughs> it's like, it, it, it kind of just it just hits so fast um yeah. I know you mentioned your clients a little bit, but like, mm -hmm. how was that? Like, you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of clients at like different levels. Maybe you're about to get into the wedding versus newer clients, but right. like for your whole clientele, like how was it dealing with them on maybe even consoling them about cancellations and um, just kind of walking them through that process? Mm -hmm. I wasn't so much concerned for myself and my business. I was more concerned about the clients because this is such a special day and it right, only right. well hopefully mm -hmm. happens only once for them you know right. and mm -hmm. it's it's a stressful process i think to go through the planning and when a wrench is thrown in all your plans it's kind of devastating to them because they've had this idea that okay we're going to get married on this day and we have plans to move in and things like that so it's mm -hmm. more stressful to them so i try to be as empathetic as possible and flexible with them um this whole mm -hmm. process adjusting to the cancellations and postponements has been a very logistics heavy process. And um, mm -hmm. I personally try to collaborate as closely as I can with the couples and all the vendors involved too, because by that time, a lot of the, mm -hmm. the 2020 couples that I had already had all their vendors in place. So we try right. to make it as seamless as a po process as possible. Um, there was so much uncertainty around this pandemic because we didn't know when it when it was going to end we're still in it you know um yeah. there are changes that are happening throughout the process but um i think the most important thing for me as their wedding planner was to be flexible um mm. towards all parties involved because at the end of the day i do advocate for my clients and um i'm there to kind of be their support system and navigate the changes with them um mm -hmm. And it's hard because they, the couples had to make the difficult decisions on their end to prioritize, okay, do I want to get married now with a smaller gathering or do I mm -hmm. want to celebrate later with a bigger what guest count? And it's hard to kind of make those decisions when things are so uncertain. Um, mm -hmm. So I really empathize with them on that. I personally never been married so i can't say i completely understand where they're coming from so mm -hmm. i just do my best to try to put myself in their shoes you know yeah, yeah yeah um and obviously like 
you know, um, a, a couple of our friends got married um, and people are still getting married through the season. So like, have you been able to help um, plant, like still some of your clients get married through, um, through this pandemic? Yeah, um, so all of my March to June weddings were postponed or canceled. Um, but I started my first smaller gathering in July her oh, okay. wedding actually or their wedding was postponed twice and <laughs> it was kind of oh, a man. i guess we could look back and laugh now but their venue actually canceled 10 days before their date <laughs> so it was oh, really yeah. stressful for them it it got a little bit messy and i guess parties involved were not as accommodating as we had hoped so um oh, we had to plan a whole new yeah. wedding within 10 days but it was possible you know i think if your vendors are willing to come together and really help you pull this day through, it will be mm -hmm. possible, you know? And um, right, right. I think the most important thing is remembering to host a gathering that's safe for your loved ones because mm -hmm. everybody is a little bit, they have that fear in the back of their minds. What if there is an outbreak at a gathering, you know? So mm -hmm. we want to yeah. be respectful of the CDC guidelines um, mm -hmm. as well as celebrating like the couple's love, you know, it's, a wedding that is a once yeah. in a lifetime event that happens for these people so we i do recommend doing an outdoor wedding right now on an open lawn where guests can distance and even if it's more than mm -hmm. like six feet i recommend more than six feet just so people feel safe you know yeah and all the vendors are wearing masks throughout the duration of their service and people have been really compliant and pulling together and it's really encouraging to see everybody kind of come together to make this happen for mm -hmm. our couple yeah, that's awesome. Um, and obviously, like, you know, it's 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 a hard balance of trying to balance like safety versus like also just, you know, trying the celebration aspect of it, because um, obviously, like weddings typically are, are, are large, large gatherings of, of you know, um, the couples like significant peoples in their lives, like the families and friends that um, have kind of walked them through it. But like, you know, obviously the, the gathering limitation has really like put a damper on it. Have, do you feel like, um, how do you feel like that, that process has been to help the couple, like, to, you know, create the best experience as possible, like for that wedding celebration, you know, especially if they're trying to get married through, through this pandemic. Yeah. I feel like no matter what people are still going to get married. Some people are very motivated to get married on the date that they were originally planned that they had originally planned to get married on. So mm -hmm. it's just a matter of finding a vendor team that is willing to accommodate those changes. And also on the couple side, they do need to find a way to reduce their guest count. It's going to be one of the hardest things to do to cut the loved ones that you, you want everybody at your wedding, you know, yeah. but they're going to mm -hmm. have to make some difficult decisions if they want to get married within the, this year, you know, 2020 mm -hmm. where gatherings are limited, but it's, depends on the couple's priorities. Do they want to get married now or are they willing to wait a little bit? So um, mm -hmm. I think we're here to kind of help navigate that in terms of logistical changes, like rescheduling their vendor contracts and making sure that we have all the tables spread out and that they're grouped by families and little things like that um, we're here to mm -hmm. help them with um, and letting them know we can't do trade task orders anymore. And being mindful right. of minimizing all the touch points that they have at weddings because a wedding is a big gathering and people are like touching the guest book and 
things like that. So we are yeah. trying to yeah. find like alternative ways to um, host a wedding in this state right now. For sure. Yeah. It, it's interesting because uh, you're talking about like different perspectives based on the couples of mm-hmm. whether they want to just postpone versus, you know, keeping the date and just changing it. It's, uh, you know, our, our two guests um, the past few weeks, they've, uh, it, it kind of resembles that exactly. You know, one went with the smaller wedding on the same day and then the other mm-hmm. one pushed it further, but had a, had a like a more larger gathering. Um, but something, you know, attending the, the larger one, especially like, something I witnessed was like, ah, uh, there's having that weird barrier of like, you know, you can't, like you said earlier, you can't just go ahead and hug everybody and, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, the hors d'oeuvres and all that, like you can't just slobber all, all of them yeah. down like you used to. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like how, how do you think like the, the weddings themselves, um, like how, how do those feel for you? having both seen a bunch of like, you know, normal quote unquote weddings, Mm -hmm. but now having it more of a uh, definitely more careful wedding, but um, certainly a very um, unique type of experience. Like how how have you felt uh, in these new, I guess, uh, changes? Mm -hmm. I think we as vendors have to be a little bit more mindful, but talking to the clients, I've had two uh, of my couple's, keep their original dates and do a smaller gathering they feel like it's exactly the same and they wouldn't have changed it for the world so that makes me feel good i was initially a little bit skeptical going into it because i didn't want an outbreak to happen and have it traced back to this event you know so that was a little bit of a concern for me but other than that i feel like there was the same amount of love like it's everybody that you love and it's your family and friends that are closest to you and you can throw this beautiful gathering and you don't have to compromise in any other way. If anything, your catering budget reduces a little bit because of your reduced guest right. count and you could put that towards true. maybe it's an true. installation that you wanted or more flowers on the tables. And, you know, I think spinning it in a positive way has been really helpful for the clients. And even though they're not able to host it with, everybody they know is still so special to them because their loved ones are there. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Uh, have your, have your couples like also live streamed their weddings as well? Like, um, you know, I think zoom has obviously been a huge, like, uh, medium for everything in this season, you know, meetings and, and like, you know just interviews or and and also obviously gatherings and like celebrations so um have that has that been like utilized in 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 your in your clients um to try and still um allow some of their ex you know the guests that were not that were not um, allowed to like attend in person to still enjoy and celebrate alongside them yeah definitely i think we're so blessed to have this technology where we can see things face to face in live time and um for those who weren't able to travel or who are higher risk or didn't make the guest list, um, mm-hmm. um, they were able to experience the ceremony. And I personally watched one of my past clients who ended up not going forward with a wedding coordinator, but I, I watched their live stream and it was the same emotion that was attached to it. So I think that Zoom has yeah. been a blessing for us. Mm. Um, Nice, nice. Even if you're not able to be there physically, the emotions are still there. I think. That's awesome. 
I'm really curious, you know, we, we've talked um, about like the current situation, you know, and all the events leading up to these COVID style weddings. I don't mm-hmm. want to say COVID theme because that, that's a little <laughs> weird. But um, I'm really curious, you know, like the hope is that eventually, um, you know, things will get better and uh, the, the restrictions will be lifted and mm-hmm. back with vaccines and everything, it will return to normal, um, quote unquote normal. But I guess just from your insider, like, you know, being a part of the planning for these weddings in both settings, like how, how do you feel about like that transition back into the quote unquote normal? Like, are there any preparations you guys are already thinking about or, um, yeah, just, just wanted to get an idea of like, what, how do you guys feel about that? I think that within this industry and within the state of the world, we have to be willing to adapt if we want to continue Mm. business and if we Mm. want to continue events and gatherings. Um, Who knows when we'll be able to get back to quote unquote normal, you know, like we don't know Mm -hmm. what 2020 will be like. Um, So I think being flexible is going to be key and we may be seeing a shift into more intimate gatherings and mm. the people who had postponed to 2021 dates, we don't know if we're, they're going to be able to host their original like 200 guest count. So I think being flexible right. and being open to alternatives is going to be important. I am recommending clients to always have a backup guest list of at least, or about 50 guests. Um, mm. Of course, we don't know until the wedding rolls around how many guests will be allowed to attend these celebrations. So it's mm. really about being up to date on the news and your venue will also con- communicate with you what is allowed. So um, yeah. having an outdoor venue is also going to be really helpful in being flexible with your plans. Um, because right now we're not seeing any indoor weddings, um, even with the indoor dining, we're not able to do that. So kind of like following the restaurant guidelines and then the house of worship is going to be your gauge as to whether you're going to be able to host larger gatherings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You meant, you mentioned like, you know, keeping up with the news and, and especially early in COVID, you were starting, you were tracking the news a lot more closely. Like just out of curiosity, were you, were you watching like much news before COVID, um, or, or did COVID really spark you to like really keep up with the news? I think I was always really interested in what is going on with the world. <laughs> so I was watching the news regularly or reading articles regularly. Mm. Um, but I think COVID has brought on more of like an obsession to whether we can host <laughs> weddings. Because I mean, my clients are always asking yeah. me like, when can we host your wedding? Or are we able to host their wedding? And it's, it's hard because I don't have the answers and I wish I did. It's just everybody's kind of going through this together and it's new to everybody. You know, I don't think we've had any kind right. of pandemic in our lifetime and I don't think anybody expected a pandemic within our lifetime. Mm-hmm. So we're all kind of going yeah. through this together. So I wish I had answers, but I don't always have the answers. So um, mm-hmm. it's kind of just about figuring out what will work for the event and whether we will be able to have the event in their timeline mm-hmm. you know so like as you know as clients that you either were can- you know had canceled back through march or the ones that were you know getting engaged soon or the ones that are in the early um stages of their planning um what 
yeah, what what advice would you give to them, or what advice are you giving to some of your clients that, um, especially through the season where there's so much unpredictability, and and you're trying to still again um, allow like help help foster and create that like best experience to celebrate um, as possible. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great question. I think. <laughs> It might sound biased, but I would say hiring a planner that is a professional within the events industry is going to be really helpful for you um, because mm. they will help you navigate all the changes and they have relationships with vendors who may be able to offer special concessions based on like date changes and offer you like the best date if they have those mm-hmm. available because they already have that relationship established with them. And I think mm-hmm. it's really, really important as new couples get engaged to discuss postponement policies, um, read through the contract, make sure you are mm-hmm. aware of all their deposit policies because most vendors will right, right. require a non-refundable deposit. And um, it's a mm-hmm. way for vendors to protect themselves because they are holding a date for you and losing out on other right. business that they could be getting. Um, so, and also being very transparent and if the vendor's policy doesn't fit your needs, then you can go ahead and find one that does fit your needs. You know? mm-hmm. Not every small business owner is going to operate the same as everybody else. So it's just right, being right. respectful of their policies and then seeing what fits your needs. Um, and to that, I think life has to go on. Um, and instead of stopping the activities we used to do, we just need to adapt to the best of our ability. And no one's going to stop getting married, you know, like, People will get married regardless of the state of the world. So it's just finding a team and curating a team that will be able to execute your design and your vision and all the things that you need for your wedding, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The world is different now. I mean, Mm -hmm. you put it so well, man. It's like, yeah, I think when we started off in the pandemic, it was like, okay, with the short-sightedness, we can change our lives completely for mm-hmm. a short period of time but now that mm-hmm. we know it's definitely not a short period of time we <laughs> definitely have to adjust um yeah we've made some i think we've made some good changes because I, now that i like reflect yeah, yeah. back on how the world was it was pretty disgusting you know <laughs> like <laughs> we were all like spitting on each other and coughing and sneezing yeah. on airplanes and things like that it's just it's just a more sanitary world <laughs> Yeah, it's and true. the earth it's is true. like cleaner too, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, the the atmosphere and like uh, just I think just the other day I actually ran into a little bit of traffic on the freeway for the first time in like I, I don't even know how long, but mm-hmm. um, because I'm working from home and everything, I'm like traffic and commuting to work is something I haven't had to worry about in a long time, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll we'll see when. <laughs> <laughs> when we actually have to go back in the office, how much I'll appreciate it. But <laughs> I know yeah. I was hoping that um, people would allow their employees to work from home because it really reduces yeah. all the emissions that are in the in the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, yeah. in the long term, I feel like it would help the environment, but it really depends on the company, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that and yeah, I, I think yeah. uh, even for like the the worker too, like having having the capability of working from home, like you know, I, I think. Like I, I've talked with Jerome like a handful of times through the, like, you know, during our podcast, but like, you know, I, I have the option to occasionally like, you know, maybe like a half day or one day out of the week to work from home. And honestly, like it gives like that space for a little bit more of mental sanity too. So yeah, yeah that the world is definitely different and 
some some of these changes hopefully will stay and stick um especially like you like you said like we hopefully are living in a cleaner world um or at least yeah. a more like conscientious world of, of cleanliness and sanitation right um yeah 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 certainly um so yeah i mean for for our wreck of the week um as we're kind of closing out uh we're going to be talking about something that is related to like weddings and parties and events but pot probably not going to be enjoying these in, in a while <laughs> until we can have more more uh, big in-person gatherings but it, it's basically like a go-to wedding or event drink um mm. jesse do you want to start us off yeah so um if if the event does serve like alcohol um i think if i had a choice old-fashioned would probably be my number one pick um mm. it's just it's just a very classic drink it's not it's nothing too crazy either where you, i mean you can get like s smashed if you drink like five of them <laughs> in a short period of time which you know there are people who do but like it's just a nice casual like you know it's also like ice so I'm thinking like with the heat right now, it'd be really nice. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, like old fashioned. And if not, then like honestly, a really simple light beer. Um, you know, I think a lot of the, the events, and especially like weddings I've been to that serve beer, um, typically have a good selection of like light stuff too. So I don't know. That's, yeah. that's, those are usually my go-tos. Um, and then if I'm in the mood for wine, like I, I usually just, I if I pick a wine, I have to stick with it the entire like, evening or else it, it, it's gonna get real crazy real fast um, but but yeah typically like i do enjoy some kind of alcohol beverage at these kind of like social events i think it does um that social inebriation does help like you know with like more casual fun conversations and things um i mean right. it's it's kind of like why we have it on our podcast right so um yeah uh, I, I typically find something like with some kind of alcohol alcoholic contact to um to help mingle and, and socialize yeah can i be a nerd and like tell you a little fun fact oh sure <laughs> um old fashions are one of the groom's top choices for specialty cocktails huh. wow i wonder why i think it's just like they think it's like a manly drink because it's like whiskey you know but yeah, i've seen right? like some True. guys choose like oh a little greyhound you know that's like tequila yeah. and great grapefruit yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and i feel like maybe part of that is also like i think and we're tensioning just a little bit but maybe like social or like maybe media has kind of portrayed it that way too um i'm thinking like the i'm thinking of um what is it crazy stupid love was it that ryan gosling made the old-fashioned and was like this is like this is like the ultimate man or whatever <laughs> so maybe that has something to do with that too but it's a good one it's a it's a really good one yeah yeah diane what about you um what is your like go-to like wedding or event uh beverage and maybe like maybe not wedding since you always have to work them but maybe at like parties <laughs> or events yeah i never drink at weddings when i'm working <laughs> but um if i'm at like an event i think i always gravitate towards a jameson on the rocks i don't know why i'm just mm. really boring mm. like that <laughs> Yeah, I don't really like the super sugary drinks, although I do enjoy mm. that if it's like a girl's night, but I always gravitate mm -hmm. towards a whiskey on the rock. Mm. Nice. That's Those like the manliest, good. for sure. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, well, okay. Uh, for me, um, so so the, the one I'm going to mention is actually just the Long Island iced tea. 
Okay. Right, that gets you really messed up. <laughs> it, it does, and it's probably a lot of the sugar as well. It's like mm-hmm. it's almost like just pushing you down and high at the same time. Like oh my God. energy just all over the place. Um, but I, I mention it, and I, I'm just it, it's only because I only drink those at weddings, mm. um, and I've always had like really good fun times at weddings obviously so um kind of that like enjoyment of a really tasty drink just gets associated to that good time so a lot of yeah i just end up gravitating towards that i'm just like hey give me a couple uh long islands (laughs) and then i'll uh double fist it or something (laughs) but but yeah i don't know it's like kind of like diane i don't usually tend towards like the sweet drinks but Mm. Something about the wedding like vibe, I always just end up getting it. Um, so, <laughs> Long Island iced teas are good ones. Yeah, right. Do you guys prefer open bars at weddings, or do you guys enjoy a soft bar? Hmm. Hmm. Well, at my wedding, uh, we only had a soft bar with the open paid bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you really wanted hard alcohol, you can just, you know, give some cash. But, uh, you know, it's interesting because I, I think having an open bar definitely is, uh, it, you know, gives more options for the guests. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like with the soft bar, at, at least from a wedding planning perspective, I was more intentional on like choosing my alcohols. So right. um, thankfully, our, our venue, Jesse, I know you yeah. probably remember, we, we ended up choosing some really like... Like a lot of craft beer too. You yeah, know? you got um, some good stuff. Where did you guys get married, or where did you get married, Jerome? I got married in uh, Costa Mesa at um, it's a venue called Westside Museum. Oh, okay. Interesting. I don't know if you've. Yeah, it, I don't think they've done too many different. Uh, I think we were only like the first five weddings that they did before. Oh. They're usually just a general event space, mm-hmm. but they were very flexible. You know, they got like some some uh beers i'm like i don't think you can get this but i might as well throw it out and they, they got all of them so oh, cool. it's uh, the best when the venue is flexible with you i think right? the most stringent um vendor is going to be your venue so if you find a venue that is like yeah like flexible it's like you you want the jackpot <laughs> yeah, yeah seriously yeah exactly yeah for me i would say like i think having like a limited time like open bar um and then a like Mm. a soft bar that carries through the night is probably like the, like what I would go personally go with and and some of the ones you that don't I've want people to, to get too messed up at your wedding exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly like you don't want people to get smashed and things and and hopefully like yeah maybe maybe your like your guest list would or the people who are coming would have that responsibility as well but I think having having some like yeah, some yeah. extra flexibility as far as like the guests having some choice um, of what they like can get but I think part of that too is like like you said like um, the the what you know the ones that I've been to a couple of weddings where you know the couple has like their like signature drinks or whatever, and I think like having the option to have those is like pretty fun too. Um, do you guys ever but, order signature cocktails? Because it's like a debate whenever we choose to do signature cocktails. We're like, are people hmm. even going to drink it, or do the bartenders hmm, make it and yeah. it just goes to waste? 
I typically try it at least once. Um, I try at least yeah, one of them. Yeah. Um, uh, obviously, like usually, I, I try the Groovers one because it it is usually like um, I don't know. I I I'm more gravitated towards like their selections. Um, but like there there's there have been I think one or two weddings where I'm like actually that like the the bride selection looks really good, so I'm gonna pick hers. Um, <laughs> like. You know, and I I don't shy away from occasional like sugary mixed drinks too, because like they're they're pretty like you know they're tasty for a reason. Uh, but I yep. I personally try because you know it's it's a little insight into the couples like yeah into into their life you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good point. Yeah. Hopefully, we could uh, one of these days, one of these months, finally go to something where we can all share a drink together. Seriously. Um. um so seriously, Diane, thanks so much for coming on to our podcast with us. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it was my pleasure. Yeah, um, we we wanted to you know hear how life is going for you and especially in your business. So, so also like you know, um, do you have any like plugs for for your for your event business and our, and your wedding coordinating business if if people want to reach out and try and connect with you? Yeah, um, on Instagram we are at cordially invited events with an S. And then all of our um, website information is linked there. And then from there, you can submit an inquiry. And I also wanted to offer 10% off for your listeners for Ooh. Just Drive podcast. So if they made Ooh, it to the end gosh. of this, woohoo, you know? <laughs> so um, awesome. we'd love to offer that. If they submit an inquiry, they can just let us know that they heard us on Just Drive. And then we'd be happy to offer them 10% off any of the packages that we offer. Wow, cool. that's awesome! Thanks. That was and clearly by Jerome and me's like by my surprise, like that we did not plan that, we did not ask for that. <laughs> so if any of our and if, if any of our listeners are wanting to plan events, like here's an extra bonus for you guys. So please do. Yeah, um, seriously. I, I've also personally like had the pleasure of being in 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 I think a couple of the weddings that um, Diane has been the coordinator for, and it's I can just personally attest wow. that she's awesome. So. Thank um, you so much. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, seriously, thanks so much for joining us and sharing a bit of your life and yeah, also your business seriously. and, and a little insight into like how, um, yeah, how, to, how you're helping like couples like help celebrate through the season. Uh, that's, you know, obviously like really hard to find celebration, um, uh, in, um, but as, as Jerome and I have like mentioned in, in previous sessions, like we, we realize celebration is very important, you know, like it's, it, it's, it gives space for us to ho- have some hope and some joy, um, uh, which is very much needed through, through the craziness right now. Um, so yeah, thanks so much for being able to share that with us. Thank you so much for having me today. It was so fun just chatting with you guys. Yeah, um, and for our listeners out there, thank you guys for tuning in with us. We hope you guys found this uh, insightful and helpful. And um, again, if you're in that stage of, of planning or um, soon to be planning for an event or a wedding, like you know, um, reach out to Diane. Um, we you got a direct connection here. Um, as usual, if you found us on our um, one of our mediums, whether it was Spotify, iTunes, or Google, um, or maybe one of the other random other small mediums. Um, 
We hope you guys um, have enjoyed us so far. I mean, if you guys haven't subscribed to us yet, please do. Um, we do release sessions every week. Um, so we have, you know, new fun topics to talk about. We bring on guests sometimes. And yeah, if you guys um, also want to, you know, know what we're recommending as far as our drinks and, and other miscellaneous recommendations, um, you can follow us at our Instagram as well. Um, our Instagram is at just try pod. Um, and yeah, uh, if you, we will be posting, um, the uh, information for um, cordially invited events so it's easy for you guys to connect and find um, find Diane and her business there um, if you guys are uh, looking to reach out so yeah yep Diane thanks again for coming on and listeners uh, we talk about this a lot lately but stay cool um, and of course stay safe during all this stuff going on and as always we will see you next time see ya thanks guys